and welcome to another Sunday morning with us at Chaldean Community Church and this morning we're going to be looking at week 5 of the path and over the last few weeks we've been looking at different sides and different stories relating to the path and this is what we've heard so far about the different paths that we can go down as individuals Ruth said in the very first one that the direction we take determines our destination which is very true I wonder how many of us have been thinking about that since week one Stuart in week two talked about how every path has a destination and the need to change direction because of being on the wrong path and I wonder this morning how many of us have looked at that and considered changing direction because we know that we have been on the wrong path if you've getting back on track hey that's great that's what I want to see that's what God wants to see then we looked at week three where Tim mentioned wise living and how wisdom should change all our lives he said that wisdom should flow from us and also ask the question how was our heart doing and I want you to, to know that I considered that for a while and, and looked at my own heart and how was I doing as a Christian and I wonder how many of us after hearing Tim thought about that and did something about it and last week also we had Paul who was telling us to take notice because we all need help we are given good advice to follow and again at the end of Paul's talk he asked those who felt the need to turn to Christ to do exactly that and I hope he did do that because that was good advice he also mentioned about the different stepping stones in life that we have to walk across in order to get through life and some of those stepping stones I wonder if you took them for the first time last week so well, by taking those stepping stones they can lead us to have abundant life in Christ but this week the message is this it's look where you're going so welcome to week five of the path there are many paths that we can go down your choice just as much as it is mine there will be rough paths along the way there may be uneven paths there also may be some unpredictable paths that we go down in life there will be blind paths we go down that lead us down a blind alley there will be dead end paths that when we get there it's just a dead end there's nothing there but I want us to consider the paths that we're on today so hence the reason for the title look where you're going the book of Proverbs mentions the path or paths we are on Proverbs 4 25 to 27 says these words let your eyes look straight ahead fix your gaze directly before you make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm do not swerve to the right or to the left to keep your foot from evil in other words our destination is determined by our direction and our direction is dictated by whatever holds our attention so the question this morning is what holds your attention you see the things that capture your attention 
will influence your direction. A few years ago, I was working with a group of young carers on activity cycling in the woods. As we were cycling around the woods, I was concentrating completely on the ground ahead of me when I heard one of the kids yell out, Look out for the tree! I jerked my head up, and there it was, straight ahead of me. Of course, I wanted to not hit the tree, so I knew I had to turn the handle bars. But I kept looking at the tree I shouldn't hit, and my bike would go where my eyes led. Sure enough, the bike and tree collided and sent me face down into the bark. I learned something from this, but I didn't really get it until I connected it with what I learned when at school playing cricket. Our teacher was coaching us on how to hit a ball. From the sidelines, he would yell, keep your eye on the ball, keep your eye on the ball. So I did, and I learned how to crack a ball with energy and accuracy. My big lesson from those early days is, if you want to hit something, keep your eyes on it and don't lose your focus. My teacher could have written the first line of our verses for this week. Let your eyes look directly forward and gaze straight before you. Our verses saying this, keep your eyes on the ball. Don't be diverted, but how many of us get distracted in life? We all do, don't we? The writer of Hebrews says we should be looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. And Jesus tells us in John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So Jesus is the one in whom we must focus and whom we should follow. But you know, when we're on this path, it requires two things. It requires commitment and concentration. Does anyone else get distracted or sidetracked by the busyness of life? I know I do. Is it just me? Or does this happen each and every day to you and I? You know, all of us have people or events or opportunities in our past that reflect the much more frequent flip side of life. Looking back, there are people you wish you'd never met, relationships you wish you'd never initiated, numbers you wish you'd never called, voicemails you wish you'd never acknowledged, business opportunities you wish you'd ignored. Life was better before these things grabbed your attention. In many cases, the path you were on before you came along was the path you should have adhered to. But you didn't. And what grabbed your attention altered your direction. Doesn't that happen to us in life? You see, this verse tells us to gaze ahead as we stick to the path of truth. What might that path look like? See, it's a path that's fixed on the word of God. Everything in the Bible is truth. So when your eyes are fixed on him and his word, then you'll know you are on the right path. We must turn our feet from evil, as well as our eyes, our ears and our hearts. We want to be holy, for our great Lord Jesus Christ is holy. The word here instructs us to keep our eyes on Jesus. 
Follow hard after him and he will make all your paths sure and straight. Have you ever taken the wrong route whilst driving and ended up lost? I have a number of times. It's always worse when it's at night when it's harder to see, isn't it, right? Just as it's never a peaceful feeling when you take the wrong route and end up in darkness. It's the same with your walk with Christ. If you get distracted by the things of this world, you'll stray off the right path, which will lead you to a detour full of darkness. This world will inevitably lead you to being and getting sidetracked from the path the Lord has set before you. Fix your eyes on Christ at all times. If you continue to follow the Lord and watch where you're going, then the road before you will be safe and smooth. The choice is yours. You can choose the right path which brings light or the detour which brings darkness. The question is, which will you choose? What do you want to have your attention? If you could only fix your eyes on one thing this morning, what would it be? Let's look at what it says about the eyes. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. You see, if the heart represents the core of human desire, the eyes determine the direction and focus by which we pursue these desires. We should be resolute in the pursuit of righteousness. To keep our eyes on our path is to stop us from stumbling on the distractions that surround us. Our hearts are prone to wander and he's urging us not to give way to the things competing for our heart's attention. The question is this morning, what's competing for your heart's attention this morning? You see, we do this by looking to Jesus for satisfaction, assurance and forgiveness. Our hearts are thirsty and Jesus is the only one that can quench that thirst. Jesus calls to us when he said, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. What about your feet? In verses 26 to 27, we follow the metaphor to our feet. It says, ponder the feet. Ponder the path of your feet. Of your feet. Then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. Our Kent Hughes drives home the point this way. He said this, If we are distracted from real-time connection with the mercies of God, so that our hearts grow cold and our mouths become reckless and our eyes wayward and our feet wandering, we are only one misstep away from late shattering catastrophe. We do not have to give ourselves to raw evil to end up there, we only have to unguard our hearts. We only have to stop being vigilant. We cannot lose our way if we are feasting on Christ. As we look to him and receive the outpouring of his love and grace, then we can be confident that his ways will be sure. My prayer is this. Lord, help us to move from self-dependence to a deep dependence upon Christ. Help us to keep the heart with all vigilance and keep our eyes fixed on you so that our path may be sure. 
Well, I guess I'm a little older, maybe it's because I started running a little later in life, but I have a preference when it comes to running. I like running on the road. I like the road to be flat and straight. I like a little shade on the way. And I hate it when I have to get off the road because of too much traffic. The road is relatively flat and clear. The side of the road is lumpy and uncertain. It's too easy to miss a step or turn an ankle. It's also harder to run in the tall, uncut grass on the side of the road. My shoes and socks get wet too. When I'm not working, I usually run in the morning when the heat's down. I like running, but I also like to feel how I feel afterwards. And I like what it does for my weight loss efforts. So if I have to run, I'm going to run the way I like to run. You see, in my mind, I picture myself running like an Olympic athlete. My stride's perfect, my knees are up, my breathing's regular, my muscles are flexing, and I'm really moving fast. But in reality, I probably look more like I'm doing the old man shuffle. You can't see me muscles because they're hidden below a layer of fat created by years of sucking the middle out of double croton chocolate bars. My breathing's ragged, I'm drenched in sweat, and I'm not burning ground by any stretch of the imagination. But I've learned a lot of valuable lessons on the road. I often spend time praying or quoting memory verses. Sometimes I work over a sermon in my mind. There are other times I let God and nature speak to me. You see, I realise that there are plenty of dangers out on the road too. That's why I always reckon it's good to plan ahead and be safe. I'm careful to hydrate before I go. And when I get back and have longer runs, I take water with me. You see, you must take the safe path. The writer of Proverbs is advising his son to take the straight and safe path. Don't get distracted. Don't get detoured. Keep your eyes straight and don't let your feet run after evil. To walk with the Lord, we must also prepare and be safe. There are always things to distract you and keep you from finishing well. Keep your eyes straight. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. So put your walk and our running shoes on and let's get going. May praise this, dear Lord. Thank you for marking out the course for me through your word and with your spirit. Thank you for Jesus who stands at the finish line with open arms and encourages me to keep going. Thank you for being with me every step of the way. In Jesus' name. Amen. You see, the miracle isn't that I finished. The miracle is that I had the courage to start. So my advice is this. Walk when you can. Walk if you have to. Crawl if you must. But just never, never give up. So to help us focus forward and follow Christ, I want to do, I want to do, do three things for me this week. First thing in the morning, will you, through prayer, seek God's presence and help with every event, every encounter, every decision that will come to you? Throughout the day, the second thing I want you to do is this. Pray for grace to choose activities and relationships that will delight God's heart and build his kingdom. 
And the third and final thing I would like you to do as a church and as individuals, will you give praise to God for his constant help, his abiding love, and him leading you forward throughout the day. But most of all, be sure to stay on the right 